to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do, Do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. It's your, your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe Box. When I ask you for help, I'll say pretty please. When I ask you for help, I'll say pretty please. When I ask you for help, I'll say pretty please. Pretty please, pretty please, pretty please When I've made a mistake, I say excuse me When I've made a mistake, I say excuse me When I've made a mistake, I say excuse me Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me When people are so nice I will say thank you When people are so nice I will say thank you When people are so nice I will say thank you Thank you, thank you From the heavens to your ears, this is Universe Box, and is this the right fork? Uh, What what do you mean I can't put my elbows on the table? I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And welcome back to another lovely little Thursday night shenanigans here. Uh, Every Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, we uh, come to you live at live.universebox.com with the full chat room there. Hello to the chat. We'll say hi hi to the chat. Hi, chat. I see Scotty Rowland and Becca and Angel and (laughs) Anne-Marie sitting right next to me. So, uh, wait, Anne-Marie, why don't we go ahead? Ahead and uh, get started and find out what's in the box what's today. In the box? What's in the box today? What could it be? What could it be now? What could manners? Yes, this week Correct. we're talking. Yep, <laughs> we're talking about manners. Uh, we'll veg out in the idiot box to learn what we're doing wrong. Then we'll look in the school box to learn how to leave an impression at a dinner party. We'll teach you social media etiquette in the toolbox, and we're also going to update you on Miss Manners in the history box. Then finally, we'll pull out some questions you submitted through the idea box. A lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, a lot per- of stuff. Super Oops. duper. <laughs> Let me just keep hitting my mic. How's that? No, it's fine. They, the the, the the audio listeners need to hear the box, right? They, hear, so. they have to know that the box is actually happening. <laughs> exactly. So I, I guess we'll go ahead and get started with the history box here. Now, uh, teaching proper manners used to be a cottage industry, if you guys didn't know. Uh, so we're going to take a look back at two of the biggest names in politeness from yes. the 1950s, uh, starting with uh, Miss Manners, uh, Anne-Marie. Exactly. So if, if you would like to go ahead and take the reins. If you would like to pull up the right website, that oh, would be great. Is this it? That one there that we says Miss Manners. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Miss Manners, you may have heard of her. She mm-hmm. has a series of books, excuse me, and ebooks. Um, you can get them on her website or Amazon and all that good stuff, telling you, you know, how to per- raise perfect children. And there's mm-hmm. actually some more modern topics, like um, about et- you can't endlessly text and <laughs> things like that. Um, she, all good advice. All good advice. All good things. All good things. Um, <laughs> she still has a regular newspaper column mm-hmm. and there is a spot well, on the page that we have pulled up where oh. you can submit questions and since they get a lot, they don't actually like respond to them personally. But th- that's where she gets the questions for her column. Here, I'm putting one in right now. Okay, uh, what are you asking? Uh, is it polite to only look at chat when <laughs> you are co-hosting a podcast? <laughs> and I'm going to email a copy of this to our address just because, and boom. There we go. Boom. You never know. We'll never know that yeah. it's been answered. Because <laughs> um, so we'll never look at it. Right. But I don't know. I always just think, I don't think I've ever really known the actual Miss Manners, mm-hmm. but I always think, you know, Miss Manners wouldn't like that and stuff like that. So we had to pull her in Definitely. next please Oop. is emily post emily post. um sort of the forefront of she is etiquette basically or was 
Rest in peace. Um, she was a New York debutante and published her first etiquette book in 1922. So she was really kind of on the forefront of educating people on that. And right mm-hmm. when charm schools and stuff were really starting to be a thing. Uh-huh. Um, when she passed away, or probably a little bit before, in the 60s, uh, her family sort of took over. It's now the Emily Post Institute. And five generations of posts have been involved. Um, there's like six or seven of them now that currently work for it, which I thought was kind of cool mm-hmm. um there's at least 25 books you can search um an etiquette encyclopedia on the website and they have a bunch of different seminars that you can be like hey i'd like to hold this children's seminar and they'll do they you know for a fee you can do that um it's also neat because they have some a lot of modern etiquette there mm-hmm. um there's tips about again texting tips <laughs> um there's it tells you how to show thanks with american sign language mm-hmm. um mixed families at weddings basically you know you've got the mom and the stepmom and who sits where and all the precedent with that because that's yeah. just more and more important really <laughs> um and even how to transform an outfit from business casual during the day to a ho- holiday yeah. party at night so it's really neat to see um i would also say I, I see a really nice etiquette tip in our chat room too Tondagasa says don't type in all caps at the dinner table definitely good advice oh very good advice very For good sure. advice tonda um <laughs> so there's there's your emily post okay. there's actually a lot on that website if mm-hmm. you oh yeah have looks, a couple hours to kill it definitely looks fun. super in depth and um, everything for sure next we have the wendy ward charm book oh yes okay this is kind of cool um scroll down a little it was um montgomery ward the department store offered mm-hmm. charm schools basically in a room upstairs <laughs> um a couple hours once in a while um in the well, you gotta 60s. have a couple side businesses going as apparently because you know department stores are not enough um but <laughs> those were in the 60s and 70s and um this article that we have they interviewed a former former charm school person um and they basically said they learned how to like do their hair paint their nails and be polite mm-hmm. so um not all of the advice in the book is awful to be honest some of it however is ridiculous like that part of a woman's job is to make a man feel manly by allowing him to do things for her mm-hmm. and to ask him questions about him and ask questions about him and you know don't flaunt it's actually on the page that you're on um don't flaunt that you are a woman basically Mm -hmm. this means hilarious this means letting them open doors and help you because they are men and wonderful not because they're better or or they better or else right um (laughs) it also i think it's also on there it says wearing tight dresses and low-cut sweaters have Mm -hmm. nothing to do with being a woman and make everyone uncomfortable definitely i've known many men who think that tight dresses and low-cut sweaters Mm -hmm. are very comfortable um, well, I, I, I was gonna say that say that uh you know say the people wearing them might not find them very comfortable though like depending because I, I mean they're, they're more for aesthetics than for comfort not always some people just like <laughs> how to talk to boys oh yeah there's lots of advice um mm-hmm. there's even advice about losing and gaining weight because well back then a slightly larger woman was you know what you want you didn't want the size zero stick figure mm-hmm. wave they called um, them dumplings um i think that was being polite <laughs> yes to call them a dumpling the other one's a string bean um mm-hmm. but some other advice and a lot of the weight loss tips are actually not bad like stop eating before you're full mm-hmm. stay busy so that you stay away from the fridge stuff like that the gaining ones however are a little ridiculous basically if it's cold dress warm what does that have to do with gaining weight yeah they eat nothing nothing absolutely nothing um also chewing lets off nervous energy so chewy, eat chewy foods. These are gaining weight. Hmm. I don't understand. Another one, I believe it says, don't worry. Don't worry. Be just, happy. Just now. don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and at the, let's see. Oh, again, with the phone, um, never call a boy. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Even if he says, hey, call me, don't <laughs> call him because that is social suicide. Mm. It's straight up says you, social suicide. Are you- I, I would have found that helpful when I was like in high school and everything. If the girl would call me instead of me try having to call, call the girl, like that didn't happen too much, you know, in the nineties. Hey, guess what? The guys didn't call all the time either. <laughs> the, the times of instant messenger. Um, at the very end of the book and in all caps, we get this lovely piece of advice though. Don't die and don't go steady. Either one will take you out of circulation. <laughs> Amazing. It is comparing having a steady boyfriend to mm-hmm. death. Well, you know, it does say here, uh, point number five there, gr- says girlfriends are very important. They make life uh, fun and interesting. Just don't get caught in the never apart trap. 
I, I think that's good advice. I, that if I one piece of advice translates from this book <laughs> so, to the modern day. But there is a few things I've learned from Charm School mm-hmm. and Miss Manners and Emily Post. Yes, uh, quite interesting. And you can find links to all of that, including all of the scans from the the Charm book and everything, mm-hmm. at a universebox.com in the show notes for this episode, episode ten. Uh, we're in double digits. Manners. Wow. I know, right? So I guess we should go ahead and uh, get it into the idiot box here. Now, in the idiot box, we sit back and make fun of films and shows from the past. This week, we're looking into the past to learn how to be decent human beings. Uh, First up is 1947's Are You Popular, followed by the 1954 classic, Classic, Classic? uh, Habit Patterns. You can find links to both in our show notes, uh, but let's go ahead and start the show. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. Are you popular? Are you popular? No, no. Never. Never. Ever. Ever. Apparently, if you shiver, you burn calories. Interesting. So, I, things I've learned today. I never heard that. Uh, neither have I, but Angel tells. <laughs> uh, it's a nice lunchroom. Popularity. What is it made of? How does a person get to be popular with lots of people and have a few close friends, too? That's a good question. Let's watch and see what makes people like one person and not another. Hey, Jerry, there's that new girl in our math class. Here's that new girl in our math oh, class. Yes. He, he looked really gomer. She even had, like, the big, big, like, Why? Adam's apple. Do you know her? Not very well. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's... They're all drinking milk with along. straws out of glass bottles. Well, That's cool. She always looks nice <laughs> to start with. Yeah. I'm just going to stare across the room for hours. Weird characters in this place. Yoo-hoo! Jenny thinks that she has the key to popularity. Parking in cars with the boys at night. <laughs> oh. When Jerry brags about taking Jenny, 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 Jenny. He learns that Is this uh, 8675309, Jenny? And he feels less important. What about Jenny? Oh, hi, Jenny. Does that make her really popular? She's popular with all the boys. Is she welcome to And three of the girls, too. Oh, Hi, Betty. Ellie. See, Betty and Ellie. There's two of the three. That's fantastic. Say, Wally, how's the play coming along? Oh, okay, Jenny. Oh, okay, Jenny. Here, Jenny. No, Thanks, girls who park in cars. What do you think of that sweater? Really do you like that sweater? I actually do not like that sweater. The they park with. Not Seems almost a little bulky. Or elsewhere. Well, they told you not to wear Especially anything Especially for her being the popular girl. Like being Miss Popularity. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Popularity. Yeah. Miss Popularity is not a good thing. That's what they called now me in high school. this one girl is sitting now with all the boys? I don't know. I feel like that's a little weird. Maybe she's like the... Carolyn to join. In their group when the friend that everybody uh, nobody is attracted to but they use her to bring in other girls or it's a little sister could be although she looks about 40 a little bit well my ankle's back working with boys my goodness oh yes I looked in on it yesterday we're all in on it one way or another I'm on the costume committee and Jerry and I are stagehands two among a dozen or so theater kids yes Theater, theater, theater girls oh, tend to be to be pretty popular no when I was in school, <laughs> generally. Really? Yeah, but I mean, theater boys oh, were too. It was just kind of like it was a big popularity like fest. Could I lend a hand? Could I would lend you? a hand? I mean, would you really? Sure, I'd like it. I don't know anything about props, but I could learn. Yes, uh, Angel oh, mentions that all these old know. films from the forties <laughs> to sixties seem to have the same narrator. What's that? I can't really say it. Okay. Ah, I see. No, I think that's fair. Uh, okay. Uh, Scotty says the narrator was my grand grandpa joking. My grandpa was an old racist bastard. Oh, that'd be fine. Wynn said it's the Cold War era. Weird girls a spy. Well, better go ahead and ask her. What about that guy's sweater? Is that a sweater? Yeah, it is. It's like some sort of weird, like, like a crazy tattoo, tribal pattern or something. Tribal pattern. <laughs> uh, we've got multiple bobbies. Hello? Now, f- kids, if you don't know, this oh, is a phone. This it is plugs a into a wall. Yes. This is how phones used to be before you had these 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 jimmies, these guys maybe. right here. Well, yes, I. Or if you'd rather go with a gang on a skating party and weenie roast, <laughs> we'd have to leave earlier for that, though. He said we weenie. Get home at a weenie. Time. Oh, the skating sounds like loads of fun. Loads of fun. That sounds far less threatening than one-on-one time. And putting the invitation this way, it shows he has thought about what Carolyn might like, <laughs> and he has implied his price. Silly Bobby. 
so Don't. she will have some idea of what he can afford oh. when she makes her Is choice. this guy Bobby or is the guy in the chat room Bobby? Hi, Bobby. Alan likes it better this way, too. Bobby, it's Bobby, doing the Bobby. Girl no oh, we have two Beckles and two Bobbies. Because they keep it putting me in for school. <laughs> All right, Wally. On Saturday at 5, then. Okay. Bye. I, I, I think basically the basic uh, gist, if you missed it, was, okay, both of these people are lying to each other and playing games. Uh-huh. And that's exactly how you want to do it. Look at that calendar. That's a big calendar. My grandpa had that one. (laughs) It's like, what teenage girl has that kind of calendar? Would you like me to get my planner? Sure. Hmm. Are you a teenage girl? I used to be. (laughs) First thing in the planner, become a teenage girl again. There. You too can do a manicure, Ellie. Bobby's. I might even know what to wear it with tonight if I only knew if Bill's dug up transportation to the dance. You sure he knew to phone you here at my He doesn't house? care about your I jewelry. Three times. I'll have to be getting home to dinner pretty soon. Oh, do you then? <laughs> Take my advice. Think twice before you start going. Are those ready. dogs in the wallpaper? Oh, no, those are flowers. Else at all? Nope. Well, don't you ever want to? On nights like this, I do. I never They actually have some pretty interesting camera shots in here, like they're shooting her through through the mirror, which is hard to do because, you know, the camera's going to show up in the mirror. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, uh, Scotty, for setting off your Google now when I said okay. Hello, Jerry. He better not be canceling on her. Oh, the props are coming along all right. Oh, no one else can make it. Hey, Carolyn, how about a date? Oh. Oh. Oh, this is a different guy. Jerry. Oh. She's popular. When did you have in mind? Well, what are you doing tonight? I'm awfully sorry, but I have a date for tonight, Jerry. Tomorrow? No, I'm sorry. And she's like, I wish I was that popular. I wish I had well, these problems. Early next she's like all Jerry. slouched down in the chair, too. Okay, Carolyn. Thanks a lot. Just and these time. are pay phones. They used to have these in restaurants. They and still have some. I've seen them. Occasionally. Can you imagine that, Ellie? He wanted a date for tonight. Sounds like you're asking her so late went over like a lead balloon, brother. <laughs> Sounds like you asking her so late like a red balloon. Maybe you should ask the girl who's slightly less attractive and looks like she's 40 years old. They're friends. Maybe you could go on a double date. Wait, did he just pull out his planner? <laughs> or are they reading in a restaurant? He pulled out his pocket Shakespeare. His pocket. Kids in the 40s were weird. Pretty girl, Pretty girl problems. problems. Yeah. What is she wearing? Hello, Wally. Come on in. What is that hat? Gee, look at y'all. This uh, reminds me of like a old uh, theater, like living room set, which I'm sure it is. Mother, father, father, dad. She's already holding his hand. They haven't even gone on a date. <laughs> well, hello, Wally. His ungloved hand too. Oh, very risky so in the forties. Yeah, basically. That's right, Mrs. Ames. How do you? Do? They're married now. Well, it's nice meeting you. Oh, excuse me a second. I forgot my scarf. I'll be right back. <laughs> Listen here, you little punk. You touch one hair on my daughter's head, I'm going to wrap this newspaper around your head and call you paper mache, Bobby. I tricked him into taking me out tonight. I understand you're having a little trouble with the props or the play. Oh, See, and the, the mom now. has to trick the dad into taking her out on a date, too. You'd think they, once they were married, they, they'd drop the games. Yeah. Couldn't find any place. Don't play games, kids. Here I am, all set. Where's your scarf? <laughs> oh, Carolyn, I'm I think she's holding today. it. Oh, Maybe I it was Wally would like some when you get back. There's some milk in the icebox, too, isn't there? How does that sound? <laughs> Gee, that sounds good. Gee, great milk. We'll take you up <laughs> on it, Mrs. Ames. Thanks. Carolyn Don't take your coat off or anything. Found one way a girl can repay a boy for entertaining her. A bite to eat at her house will oh save him money. Oh, okay. I uh, thought that was going to go in a whole different home. direction. That would be fun. <laughs> She's popular. We'll be, home. we'll be home before 11, Mother. Wally and Carolyn are saved the embarrassment of the argument about coming in at night. That was settled before Wally arrived. The hour was decided after considering such things as where Carolyn and Wally are going on their date, whether tomorrow is a school day, and how many dates she has had recently. Do you have your key <laughs> Wow. Here? How many dates? The family knows Carolyn will stick to her word. All right. <laughs> sure she will. This is one of those ones that was done for the parents. Yeah. You don't have to worry about your kids. They'll do exactly what they say. Wally felt at ease with Carolyn's parents. At first I thought they walked out and it was all like green grass outside. I was like, why why are they going ice skating? (laughs) 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 I'm going to throw some snow at you, Bobby. So wait, are they walking Wally. His name is Wally. Wally. Sorry. I've renamed him Bobby. Also because he is fun to be with. Home, 
Parents and personality all help boys and girls. Own parents and personality. Wow. I feel like I'm going to be popular. I'm not. You're not? No. I never listen to my parents. (laughs) Hello. There we go. Sorry about that, folks. Second one was a little louder. A little louder. Uh, warn them in the chat room. Uh, it's more fun if they discover it on their own. Yeah, this one's called Habit Patterns, and it's from 1954. And this one's more about manners. <laughs> oh, she's so sad. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had good manners. <laughs> oh, oh. Man, she is just, like, bawling, like... Wretching it's a little late there. for tears, isn't it, Barbara? Even though you didn't know it was going Jeez. to happen today, you still had your whole life to prepare for it. It's a little late for tears, Barbara. You've gotten into the habit of not being prepared. Oh my! And now it's a Jeez, lady. Well, I'm afraid to know what you're not prepared for. <laughs> you're a kind of cruel habit, Barbara. We all are. Unfortunately, not all of your habits are good ones. Ooh. This was how your most of all crying behind a door started wrong. Your neighbor Helen is a creature of habit too. You see, Helen's a good girl. Helen, because Barbara, that's what she's not stupid like you, Barbara. She's capable. (gasps) She got up to her alarm, Barbara. She Helen wears a frumpy robe, Barbara. What she's going to do in what order? She's not and crying. Where the things are to do it with? She really doesn't have to think about it. She already knows what clothes she's going to wear. She's today. perfect, Barbara. She is. You'll perfect. never be. As you'll never be this out, good. It was a special day for Helen too. Oh, Helen! But she makes a habit of being ready for special days. Gee. She starts by having a place for things. It's like you didn't watch this ahead, there. did you? No, not at all. <laughs> I knew they were go- doing sort of a goofus and gallant kind of thing, but that was about it. She uses taste in selecting her clothes. So you're saying but Barbara doesn't? that, she keeps them <laughs> clean and mended. And, mended. and she's able to match the right She makes sure she's right beautiful spring. every morning, unlike you, Barbara. She found Barbara a little prettier than <laughs> Helen. Barbara's behind that door. She's trapped in the closet. Wynn ah, has seen this before. Nice. <laughs> this <laughs> was going to be a special day for you. But you hadn't gotten very far with your preparations for it. Is this Helen or... This is was Barbara. Barbara. family asleep? Oh. No, your mother was up. Uh-oh. Had but been she's stupid hour. too, Barbara. Barbara. Barbara, get up. You'll be late to school. Your mother's British for some Does reason. You can't even have an American morning, mother, Barbara. Barbara, get do with you it. hear me? Barbara, do you if hear me? If your mother stopped acting like a second alarm clock for even one day, you'd probably think it was a dirty... Pete's sake, I hear you. You didn't seem at all appreciative. Pete's sake. Even if you're Who's not Pete? really well-mannered, you could make a habit of being civil. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I agree with the narrator. Barbara does look pretty frumpy here. Little lies are such a firm really? foundation. Yeah, her hair's like all like... She just got out of bed. Your day Helen looked no fine. Plan at all. Helen is on Helen, medication. Helen looked like she had spent like four hours in a beautician's chair. Remember where you left it? Wow. You forgot other important things to Helen do. Helen would have a better, better barrette. Beret, sorry. Barrett. You meant to fix that collar, but you've gotten into the habit of putting things off. Oh, there are so geez. many things you plan to Helen do would have never broken Saturday the collar to begin with. One after that. Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. Let's see. You found the algebra notebook you lost. And you put it back. The ski <laughs> pants you meant to put away in the chest. The afghan you started to knit last summer. She's going Why algebra she skiing, skiing. And, oh, yes, the sweater you were looking for. See, like, I actually think her room looks pretty neat. Like, uh, yeah. Like, I, we're not going to turn the cameras around on my office right now. Oh, but she just looked at the clock. Yeah, this is definitely... She's in trouble now. This is definitely a Barbara you office. You to cover the spots on your sweater with a scarf. You uh, often do that. <laughs> But you can't forget that the spots are there. If you had a habit plan for your mornings, you might get off to a decent start someday. I try to have habit plans in all areas of my life. Helen has a habit plan, and it includes a healthy breakfast and a pleasant word with her parents. Nice. And milk? All 
three always enjoy well, let's see, she's probably got sausages, pancakes, news. eggs, toast, a little bowl of cereal, and some milk. It was time <laughs> to get started some for bacon, some and sauce. Oh, bacon uh, and sausage? Helen's grits. dad would drop her on the way grits. downtown. And a pound of butter. And who could ask for a nicer way to go to school? Um, what high school kid wants their dad drop off? Helen's dad loves her, Barbara. Your dad Barbara, doesn't your dad you. doesn't. Your dad hasn't even appeared in this show yet. Barbara. Your brother was ready, Angel. but your father couldn't wait for you. <laughs> you could have driven to yeah, Angel says, I'm, I feel like I'm watching an old school film about myself. Too. Are you Barbara or Helen, Angel? Your eggs were cold this morning, but you Uh-oh. had no time to be picky about food or to think about your diet. Oh. No time for milk. You just ate a pound of raw bacon and ran out the door. No time for manners. She has a unibrow, too, Barbara. You made a pretty picture uh, oh. with your rumpled skirt, your spotted sweater, she, and your hair. She can't even kiss her mom teasing. right. Oh, Freaking Barbara. Run! Run! You know, you're going to fall. And Angel says she was definitely was Barbara. You went by at your regular well, sorry for all this cruel, cruel talk, but the narrator set the tone. You we're just were following it. You school this morning, <clears throat> but then you're almost always late. And Jeez. you're guilty about it. More so because your lateness is habitual. Just and all your class with a bad and all the people habit. in your class hate you. And the longer and you so stick does your teacher. Habit, and so does the janitor. Everyone hates you, Barbara. When and so you does the janitor, Helen, played by Stan Lee. Envious. But more than that, you felt a distaste for your sloppy ways. You know, I'm just going to pretend that this is an origin story from Barbara of Barbara from Gotham. I knew it was coming. That wasn't a happy Barbara. Barbara. Or do you always drum with your fingers? Throwing shade. Throwing shade. shade. I do like that little thing she has around her neck, though. It's, it's nice. called a scarf. It's the first good thing Barbara's done all show. But it's covering a spot. Mm. When the day suddenly Uh-oh. turned into something. Oh, oh, let's see what happened. You've never been friends with Ann Tolliver, and you've um. always wanted to be. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Some of the crowd's coming over to my house right after school. The crowd? Do you think you two as long as you're not ugly or yes. smelly. Ann, I'd love to. Swell. Well, what do you say, Bobby? Sure, thanks. Okay, see you later. Bye. Well, Yay! we don't want weird girls there. Oh, yes. Oh, so who do you think's more popular, Each Helen or Barbara? Sees Helen. New groups forming, yeah. old ones reforming. Yours is a changing social world. It's such a bad spot. And the it's a horrible spot. How do you get that? Don't managers at McDonald's wear those now? You knew this those afternoon that you were making a bad impression. And you knew how easy it is not to be invited again. Mm-hmm. And how quickly you can be left out of the crowd. You were embarrassed by your messy hair and the All you have to do She took off her scarf! All you have to do is be dumb and greasy like Barbara. Without good habit plans. You worried oh. about the spots on your sweater, Barbara. <laughs> but what really showed up were your habits. Although everyone saw the spots, too. Comparing yourself and they judged the you for them. What? I said, what do you think? You weren't oh, listening. You weren't listening. You seldom do. It's a habit of yours. And now the acid's I kicking in, Barbara. Much about it. They were talking You're about on a bad trip. Book. All your friends were interested, but you never got into the habit of reading books. Oh, she hey. doesn't even read books. Claudia wanted to be free to do all the things she'd never been allowed to do. Well, that was her whole. past hors d'oeuvres at an after-school party. <laughs> yep. What is this? Well, you got to. This is the age of the stay-at-home, like the housewife, you know. So, what else did the mom have to do all day besides drink and make hors d'oeuvres for her daughter's party? The trouble with me is getting started. I always. I bet you she had a good habit plan to accomplish all of that. I need a good habit plan. I thought it would be too long-haired. Oh, but the music is wonderful. I'm going to go to the whole series. My mother had to drag me to the music. Where's Helen? I want to see Helen again. I'm tired of Barbara. I don't like Barbara. Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. for a new dress. Actually, it would probably be more Helen, 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 Helen. Helen, Helen, Helen. interested in music or politics or art. Mm. She's only interested in having bad habits. We always go to the beach. Every year we take a cottage at Essen. You well, gosh, we like the beach. There's sand in the ocean and other stuff. Hey, at least she's talking to them My now. name's Barbara. at the hotels, too, and, and dances every weekend. That sounds grand. And it's just a short way to the city. You also, I support the new law in Indiana. 
Take her hair. Your complexion. Oh, she's Weave it into a wig. That starts with soap Put on and Helen's hair. And Put on Helen's clothes. Move into Helen's house. Right kind Take over her life. That's the your only way hair? now. It's more than just a shampoo when you happen to think of it. Your clothes, not just I only shampoo when, when I happen to think of it. You, Luckily, I happen to think of it in the shower mostly. For all of a pattern. What's she doing? A network of habits. Looking for... Helen for Romeo. checks her clothes for cleaning when she no, takes she's, them uh, off. No, she's looking out at Helen's house. That's she's a like, habit of hers. I'm coming. This morning... She just Helen wore that. Her skirt from the front of <laughs> this the is closet. not a positive thing. Tonight, she hangs it in the back. That's a habit, too. No, but Helen doesn't sweat, either. Apparently. It Hel- gives Helen doesn't sweat because she's Helen and she's perfect. Rests the fabric. Tonight, Helen makes a plan for tomorrow. A what to wear, what oh, to do. Oh, and uh, Wynn says this is this the drunk episode yet? Very soon. Helen has but the I habit of being ready for no, that's what I, I Yeah, I know. I read that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, that was a while ago. See, Helen's going to go to bed and she's going to get exactly eight hours sleep. No more, no less. She's going to have exactly 3.2 dreams. 3.2 dreams? Uh-huh. And she's Good going to grow in an eighth of an inch. Like she does every oh, night. She's reading She'll be a giant within three months. Helen is not human. Correct. Helen is from the planet Zorkflop. Uh-oh, Barbara cleaned. Helen is from Zorkflop. Barbara is from Earth. Helen is from Venus. Yes, or Barbara is from start. Venus. Something like that. But these improvements are not yet habits. Not oh. by any means. They must happen Does she again not normally shower? Again. Like, is that that right? I think she actually takes, like, a, a little styptic pencil and draws on freckles, thought. too. If you try... Really try, you can root out the poor no, accidental no, no. habits now, Barbara. and establish in their place the good habits approved by custom, accepted by society. Barbara, you still. Bobby says Helen doesn't sweat; she glistens. Sure. Nope. Oh, still oh. not Helen. You'll never be Helen. Oh, oh, there she goes. She's picking it up. Surprise, there's a there's a landmine under the robe. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. <laughs> Bye, Barbara. It was your own stupid mistake. Just like always. Barbara. Barbara. I'm sure the young actress who played Barbara is a, is a fine, fine young person. Across the street, She's just Helen's playing a very out. unappealing character. Reasonable hours See, are I, part of her path. I told you that she was and checking her oh, out across the street. Oh, I knew she street. was doing that. Well, you've had a hard day. But staying awake to think about it won't help it any. Go to, to bed, Barbara. A change. <laughs> Give yourself a good start on a new day. Wow. Okay, I'm going to sleep too. Good night. Good night. We're doing a show. Oops. Knowing things. What are we doing? What, what's what's going on here? No, but I, that was fun. That was hilarious. I definitely enjoyed that. I'm a uh, fan. Yeah, and I, I think the chat room did too, I which is so. always good. good uh, things. What are we even doing now? I don't have any I, idea. I, 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 I just I, I want to slam Barbara again. I just want to keep talking about Barbara the entire Aww. episode. 
Please don't. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to take a break here in a minute, but before we do, uh, we wanted to uh, mention. Um, well, we wanted to. Uh, we thought it would be nice to tell you guys the origins of please and thank you. The the words and their their usage and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll just uh, show this here real quick. We pulled this from uh, the book Debt: The First Five Thousand Years by David uh, Graeber, I believe, and we'll have a link in the show notes at universebox.com. But I, I guess I'll go ahead and I'll read the origin of please, and then you want to read the origin of thank you. Sure. Okay, uh, the English please is short for if you please, if it pleases you to do this. It is the same in most European languages. Uh, Its literal meaning is you are under no obligation to do this. Hand me the salt. Not that I'm saying you have to. Not that I'm saying you have to. Uh, This is not true. Uh, There is a social obligation and it would be almost impossible not to comply. But etiquette largely consists of the exchange of polite fictions to use the polite language lie or, or the less polite language lies. Wow. Uh, when you ask someone to pass you the salt, you are also giving them an order. By attaching the word please, you are saying it is not an order, but in fact it actually is. And do wow. you want to read up for – Yes. In you? English, thank you derives from think. It originally meant I will remember what you did for me, which is <laughs> usually not true either. But in other languages, the Portuguese obrigado um, mm-hmm. is a good example – the standard term follows the form in the English English much obliged. It actually does mean I am in your debt. The French merci um, is even more graphic. It derives from mercy as in begging for mercy. <laughs> mercy, mercy. Mercy, mercy. Um, by saying that you are symbolically placing yourself in your benefactor's power since a debtor is, after all, a criminal. Saying you're welcome or it's nothing. French, de rain, uh, Spanish, de nada. I also can't speak any of these languages, so sorry. <laughs> If I'm offended. Oh, I, I think everyone understood that. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it was pretty obvious. Um, the latter has at least the advantage of often being literally true. Um, is a way of reassuring the one to whom one the one to whom one has passed the salt. Oh, good grief, we're back to the salt. That you are not actually inscribing a debit in your imaginary moral account book. Um, it is saying, My pleasure. You are saying, No, actually, it's a credit, not a debit. Seriously, you did me a favor <laughs> because in asking me to pass the salt, you gave me the opportunity opportunity to do something I found rewarding in itself. Yes, please, please let me pass all of the salts. Thank you. You're welcome. Please. <clears throat> please. Not a problem. And thank you. These are the magic words. No, but uh, yeah, it basically uh, it boils down to please and thank you are both uh, ways to make it seem like you care about the other person while giving them orders or doing something kind of selfish too. Oh, always fun. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we're going to tell you a little bit about a contest we're running over on contest. greetings from Storybrooke. Then Anne-Marie is going to tell us how to make an impression at a dinner party. So we'll do that. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're here to announce our Greetings from Storybrooke Regal Con test. If you don't know what Regal Con is, uh, it's a convention they're having this year in Anaheim, California, uh, May 8th through 10th, that focuses on the Once Upon a Time fandom. Now, there's going to be a lot of oncers there. And a lot of ca- cast members, too, like Emily DeRaven, Sean McGuire. Pretty many, much, many dwarves. And Rebecca Mater will mm-hmm. be there. August. You know, all sorts of people. That's right. August will be there. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to our patrons. Uh, We're going to be able to cover my plane ticket and my hotel room, you know, just off of you guys' donations that you've made over at patreon.com slash universe box. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. And we're definitely going to be bringing you back a lot of exclusive content. Uh, We we should be uh, doing some interviews, some special panels out there. We'll be Mm -hmm. talking to you guys, uh, the Once Once Upon a Time fans and everything. In order to get Anne-Marie to the convention, uh, not only do we have to cover her airfare, but we also have to pay for a babysitter for the kids. But we'd love to have her go out there and help help with the interviews and be on panels and interact with all of you guys. So we've, we've come up with a fun way to kind of try and finance this. We want to see you there, which is why we're throwing the Greetings from Storybrooke Contest. Regal Con. Test. Test. So two prizes. The grand prize, the three-day uh, general admission ticket to RegalCon 2015, uh, and the runner-up prize, which is a beautiful Rumpelstiltskin stand-in like we have right back here. Now, there are three ways for you to enter the RegalCon test. First is by making a one-time donation. There should be a pretty little button right around here. Yeah, and you can make I, a donation right through YouTube right, right through here. through YouTube. Second is to donate to our Patreon or to up your donation if you're a current patron. And 
patron donations start at ten cents. Uh, yeah. The grand prize. The grand prize alone. is worth one hundred and thirty nine dollars. One hundred and thirty nine dollars for ten cents. That's a good entry. Right? I think that's a good deal. But you know, if you don't want to spend uh, money directly, right. we we completely understand, Understood. and that's completely. fine. So we have a third way to enter too. Send us a postcard. Very because easy. Because our where is it thing here is pretty empty still. Send us something to put in the frame, and you'll be entered to win both of the prizes. Yes, as that, well. that will definitely count as an entry, uh, which is good. And you can uh, send it to this address right here that we'll put. Please right give here, me an address right there. Yes, uh, you have to enter quickly, quickly. because we want to give everyone, you know, the grand prize winner. We want to give them time to make uh, travel arrangements, travel arrangements hotel arrangements, arrangements, all that exactly. kind of stuff. So we're going to uh, cut off entries midnight on April the eighth. Then what we'll do on April 9th is we'll go ahead and draw the grand prize winner, mm-hmm. and we'll contact them uh, privately and give them twenty four hours to either accept or decline. If if they accept, uh, fine, we're off to the races, and we'll do a second draw for the Rumple standout or stand in stand up. <laughs> but if they reject it or they don't respond. We're going to go ahead and pull another grand prize winner mm-hmm. and uh, keep going like keep that going, until we yeah. find someone who wants to do it and then, you know, draw, make draw. a second draw for the runner up. Right. If you win the general admission ticket, we're going to take you out for, for uh, dinner and drinks or something to, uh, you know, j- just uh, hang out for a little bit, <laughs> everything. You have to. I mean, Definitely. if you're if you're coming to a convention, you've got to enjoy yourself. Okay. So like we said, two prizes, one general admission ticket free of charge to RegalCon 2015 that they've graciously provided us and one Rumpelstiltskin stand-up cutout cardboard guy like we have in the background of all of our episodes of Greetings from Storybrooke. Get your entry in by April 8th to enter and uh, we hope to see you at the con. Hello, this is Anne-Marie with Universe Box and today I'm going to teach you how to be rude and disrespectful at a friend's dinner party. First, the invitation. If you receive your dinner request in the mail, quickly scan the invitation before placing it in the trash. Sometimes it's okay to be an asshole. If an invitation is extended to you on the phone or in person, simply grunt and change the subject. Suck my dick. When the invitee inquires whether or not you will be attending the dinner party, since you missed the stated RSVP deadline, inform them that you are scheduled to take a hot yoga class at that time, but you will do your best to attend. Next comes the event prep. You wrap up your hot yoga class just in time to make it to the dinner party. As you are leaving the studio, a few of your fellow yogis invite you out for organic kale smoothies. Decline, but invite them to the dinner party. What's three extra mouths to feed? None of you should worry about changing or freshening up prior to going to the party. I don't give a Next, the arrival. You arrive at the dinner party half an hour after it was scheduled to begin... No worries. Just walk on in with your three sweaty friends and pass out big bear hugs. Make sure that you mention that one of your friends is a vegan, another has a gluten allergy, and they will be unable to eat the chicken pot pie that was prepared. And do you possibly have an arugula salad with walnuts and cranberries that they could eat? Oh, and guest number three is in AA, so we should probably take the wine bottles off of the table. Number four, the consumption of the foods. Go to town, grab handfuls of food, and chow down. Make sure you properly season each bite with salt, pepper, and ketchup. Do not worry about disturbing others while they are eating to pass you things. Just reach across the table and help yourself. This will help facilitate the flow of conversation. Be sure to loudly ask your host where the gluten-free vegan dishes are for your guests and why the wine has yet to be cleared from the table. Your alcoholic friend is starting to drool looking at the Chardonnay. Help yourself to a double dessert, and don't worry about the chocolate sauce that you have dripped on the antique tablecloth. I'm sure your host's grandmother wouldn't mind. 5. The Departure When you have had your fill, stand up, grab an extra dessert to go, and walk out the front door without saying a word. No one wants to be bothered with goodbyes anyway. Finally, the thank you. This step is not needed. Just show up again next Sunday around the same time. They mentioned something about having rabbit, deviled eggs, and scalloped potatoes. If you follow these steps, you are sure to have a great dining experience with your friends that is rude and disrespectful. And if you don't like it, you. Jeez, Anne Marie, little little rough and tumble there. If you don't like it, ding ding ding. Okay, so we're back. And uh, next up, uh, we're going to open up the toolbox. And in this week's toolbox, we're going to give you guys a few solid tips that'll keep you from looking like a jerk online. Because I mean, you know, it's a social media world, and uh, social media manners are 
Super important. Super so, important. Uh, Amory, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us our first tip? All right. Number one, read your posts out loud. <clears throat> Sometimes the way things sound in our heads doesn't reflect how they sound to somebody's ear. This can lead to misunderstandings. Reading your post out loud is a calm and neut- in a calm and neutral tone is a great way to check for tone problems before sending it off. All right. Now, next step, number two. Wait five minutes. If somebody's post upsets you, your response will probably be quick and passionate. Passion is good, but speaking, speaking, speaking without thinking um, can lead to unfriending online. I call that spanking. <laughs> spanking. Um, if you're pretty <clears throat> peeved, take five minutes, go do something else. You'll probably calm down and find a way to respond that repl- reflects your point of view without making a big deal of it. I would just like to say the wait five minutes has saved me from many, mm-hmm. many, many, many bad, bad decisions. Yeah, that and... Uh, Yesterday, in fact. <laughs> so, sometimes sometimes I'll also tell you, like, when I, I see you getting embroiled in something online, I'll be like, disengage. Just That's disengage. What, yes, if you saw yesterday, I will not feed the troll, that was mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah basically. That. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, number three is filter your friends. Now, uh, it might sound weird. Stick with me. Uh, we all have friends and family members that we love dearly, but we don't really give a fig about uh, – but they don't really give a fig about a civil online discourse. Uh, now, many Twitter clients provide filters for certain keywords. So if you know there's a big news story or whatever it, that people are talking about that you don't feel like hearing about, you can do that. But you can also uh, do it right through t- Twitter's w- website. Basically what you do, there's a little ear- gear icon up in the upper right-hand corner. You click on that and then you click on mute. And you can follow them without seeing uh, their stuff uh, pop up in your timeline, you know, saving you the frustration, getting the negative stuff out of your face so it it doesn't affect you. You don't get into fights, whatever. You can also do this uh, with Facebook by clicking on the little triangle arrow in the upper right of any uh, post and uh, then uh, clicking unfollow. Oh, okay. Well, you can do that by post. You can actually unfollow Mm -hmm. a person without Uh defriending them or unliking a page. Yeah. You can just not have them show up. To where they won't show up there. And you can also there are a lot more uh, granular options in a great Chrome extension that I, I use. I think you use it too, Anne-Marie, called Social Fixer, and we'll have the link for that in our show notes. Uh, so definitely check that out. A, a word of warning, though, filtering things out of uh, that you don't like can kind of trap you in sort of a bubble mm-hmm. uh, to where you don't get any outside diverse opinions or perspectives. So you know this should probably be used as a last resort, kind of a, if I don't uh, filter these people out on Facebook, then we're probably not going to be friends anymore. They, then you do this. So you don't do this... Uh, you know, oh, he said he liked X movie and I didn't like X movie. I'm going to block him or, or you know, filter him well, out Well, but you can, unf- you can filter them out, but they can still see your things to comment on. Mm-hmm. So. Which is a good compromise. That still brings, you know, better. Yeah. Sorry. I just have lots to say about that one. Oh, no problem. Okay. And uh, then the next tip is to uh, take a social media vacation. Uh, sometimes the best way to clean up your social profile is to abandon them. Uh, not forever, but I, I usually take about a week. Uh, social media is gamified. It encourages you to use it. So the more you use it, the more you'll want to use it. Mm-hmm. This can lead to lower quality posts. You put less thought into them. I, I, it, they just – it waters them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, why can uh, – <laughs> Let's see. Let me read what I wrote here. Uh, yeah. It, you know, why, why consider what you're posting when you're posting so much anyway? But stepping away for, like I said, I, I do it for about a week, uh, can break the habit. And uh, it can also help separate you from other negativity you might see on your feed, which might be uh, making your posts more negative too. And uh, you, you can return with a positive mindset. And if you're not, don't have your nose in your phone uh, for the entire week, then you're going to have a lot of new interesting experiences to talk about. Maybe you read a book, maybe you watched a movie, maybe you ran a marathon maybe maybe you uh, made up your own social media network on a piece of notebook paper because you missed uh the actual one so much who knows Um, but uh in here here's the last one uh tip number five don't only chime in when you have something to say life is busy and sometimes we tend to open up uh, open up a social site post something then close it immediately without even reading what our friends have to say take time to read other people's content and make sure to favorite like or comment if you see a friend having a bad day Online relationships are still relationships, relationships, and mm-hmm. you get out of it what you put in. Absolutely true. Especially learned that one with the whole blogging and podcasting world. Uh-huh. That's where you really you can see a lot of that. Yeah, it's about engagement. It's not about getting getting those follower numbers up or those favorite numbers up or those retweets up necessarily. It's about going in there and. Ma- 
making a human connection over social media. Mm-hmm. So those are just a few things you can do. You can do. Uh, I, I mean, I know the, the, the world uh, runs at its own pace and everything. And, you know, you can't correct for all the negativity out there online and stuff. But these are ways that you can kind of tailor your online persona to appear like less of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying you're a jerk. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is the idea box. And if wow. you don't know what the idea box is, basically what we do, we have a, a form up at universebox.com slash idea box where you guys can go and ask questions uh, based around our topic mm-hmm. and and we answer them here and you can also throw in ideas you have for show notes and things like or uh, show show, show, t- show topics, topics and things like that too at uh, universebox.com slash idea box and we got three this week uh, what's the the first one Amory is okay. what's the most impolite thing you do on a daily basis ignore people ignore people yeah specifically the small people in the house who mm-hmm. don't stop talking ever 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 yeah and it, it would be one thing if they were talking about something real but they're and i mean they are talking about something they're real care about but them. it's like listing pokemon <laughs> like, pokemon um there was also i'm gonna be the very no. best see i would actually be cool with it if they started singing or performing something mm-hmm. but <clears throat> child number three has taken to dragging me into different rooms to reenact things mommy mommy hurry hurry come quick mommy 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 come <laughs> quick come quick and i walk in do you see this triangle i don't see the triangle this is the conversation that i get i'm <laughs> like i'm gonna go back to facebook yeah things. not a really in-depth conversation no, not really what is the most impolite thing you do on a daily basis i am okay this i guess this could be classed as a confession but uh it's it's impolite but i i generally do it when i'm by myself so it's probably not so impolite I, on occasion like like i'll like scratch my nose and i'll get like a booger and like i'll flick it which isn't that bad it's really not that bad it's pretty impolite though like i want to do that around people but you know if i'm like walking down the street on my uh, on my lunch break walk or something and i'm like oh something weird oh just like that now i feel ashamed feel okay amory how polite is too polite oh you can cross that line you mm-hmm. can cross that line you don't have to be the first person to offer to do something for everybody mm-hmm. like uh, you don't have to be the first one to like every single picture like stop putting the notifications on people um you don't have to be the first one to volunteer to do this for you and do this for you and do this for you and then complain about you're too busy mm-hmm. like i don't know kid what, kid, what do you got because okay. that was a horrible horrible <laughs> answer but it's what you get we'll see like I I, uh, I I don't know. Oh, by the way, Tondagasa said I muted him. I, d- I did not mute Tondagasa on Twitter. Just for the record. Just for the record. Uh, for the record! Tondagasa's done some great dog boy fan art, actually, which is fun. Ooh. Um, but I, 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 I don't really know where the line is, but I know I get accused of this a lot. Like, mm-hmm. when I go and I'm a guest at someone's house, like, if I ask them for a drink or, like, mm-hmm. you know, if I ask, ask them if I can have a drink or if I ask them, uh, please, where's the restroom, stuff like that. I'm, I'm usually super polite, especially if it's in the first, like, 20 or 30 times I'm over at someone's house or something like that. You don't go to anybody's house that many. Many times. I, I, it takes a long time for me to like be comfortable. Yeah, to be comfortable enough to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go around yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my own drinks. I'm going to raid your refrigerator, all that kind of stuff. Nice. But yeah, I don't know where the line is, but I guess I cross it quite a bit. Do you? Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I, I've heard uh, people have told me that a lot. Mm, I could see that. In my life. Okay, and Amory, a uh, last question. Did you receive any etiquette no. training? No. No. Not at all. Obviously, I'm going to be rude. No, mm-hmm. and I really, 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 really would love to go to charm school and go to a cotillion and all this stuff like Wynn was saying that they have in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I would love to have done that. Yeah. I would totally – I have to wear the dresses and have the perfect hair and all of that. The sweaters and the pearls. <laughs> I love that whole thing. Like mm-hmm. my pearls are from Italy. Nice. Um, so I don't know. I kind of enjoy that stuff. I know you didn't. Actually. Actually, you did? I, I did actually. Hilarious. I, when, when I was eight or nine years old I, – I can't remember exactly when I – no, I was eight years old because we were living on Fincastle. Um, my mom got – went to this big like uh, Baptist – like independent Baptist church church seminar and came back with this big uh, workbook for me. It was uh, probably about 200 pages. It was it was done up like those uh, those cheap jobs you can get at Kinko's where it has like the black mm-hmm. plastic uh, yeah. spirally rings and stuff in yeah. it. And it was called Christian Manhood. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> it actually didn't focus too much on religion. It was more about like cleaning your fingernails and brushing your teeth and mm. don't smoke and, you know, here are ways to be polite. It, basically, it, it was the guy version of that one we looked at earlier that... Oh, nice. Yeah, more or less. So, so uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was the extent of my training 
So let's see here. She handed you a pamphlet and walked away. Basically. Uh, Scotty Rowland says, my manners school was getting smacked in the back of the head uh, when not saying ma'am or sir, which is always (gasps) Okay. And that's totally either a military or a southern thing. It's both because up north you don't really get the ma'ams and sirs Mm -hmm. very much. Um, back in college, I dated somebody in the military and he mammed me frequently. And I really was like, you need to stop this. This is really a problem. And then we moved here to the Georgia and, um, everybody mams and sirs. And I've noticed I correct the children mm. when they don't mam and sir. Yeah. It was it's hilarious. It was pretty common in Texas too. I read. Well, it's Texas. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole nother country. Yeah. Seriously is. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I guess it's time to find out what's going to be in the box for next week. Oh, what could it oh, be? What, what could be? What could it be? What could it be? What's in the box? This is the clue. Yes. Glass. Glass. <laughs> brown glass. glass. Next week is brown glass on Universe Box. Let's get into the box. What is in the box? We need a song here. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Bam. Yep. Next week on Universe Box, we're getting wasted at least twice. Bottoms up. Pour me a whiskey. We're getting drunk. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Uh, Scare me a little. Drunk. uh, D-R-U-N-K, drunk. So what's your favorite drink? Ever get busted drinking by your folks? How many empty bottles did did you have in your dorm room, you know, lining the walls or whatever? Uh, Tell us about the first time you got tipsy. We're talking drunk next week on Universe Box, and this one is going to be major. 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 And we're actually doing, uh, just to let you guys know, we're doing a little bit of uh, prep work on it, a little pre-production on it. This Saturday at 9 p.m. EST, we're going to be live streaming uh, a musical artist uh, who's uh, I've known for years now, a good friend of mine. Some of the are following people. Yeah, we'll know. know. Uh, Ali Spagnola, she has uh, what's called the Power Hour album, where uh, basically uh, it's a song per minute, Mm -hmm. a one-minute song for 60 minutes. So that's the game we're going to play. We're going to record it all live, and then I'm going to edit down the best 20 for the podcast next week. Mm -hmm. But we'd love to have an active chat. Yes, please. Because, you know, the first couple, like, first 15 minutes at least Mm -hmm. of doing any sort of drinking game event is usually pretty. So we're drinking. Yeah, and we're drinking, and we're drinking, and and we're drinking, drinking. and we're drinking. So there's that. Plus, you know, we, we might even try and do some call-ins and stuff like oh, that, too. It could be fun. So if you guys great. want to play the game along with us, yes. that would be awesome. Who wants to play Virtual Power Hour? But it'll be at live.universebox.com this Saturday, uh, which is April 4th at uh, 8 p- or 9 p.m. Sorry, Nine. EST. Making it a little later. And uh, don't miss it. And don't. even if you don't drink... Uh, Join us and have some lemonade. Yeah. Don't have iced tea. Apparently somebody mm. injured their liver. Kidneys. With a- with kidneys? Yeah, their kidneys shut down. But, uh. you know, if you have any drunk stories you want to go ahead and send us, we'd love to hear them. Uh, we, we didn't get much this week as far as – you guys didn't have many man, man, manner stories. Man, That's okay. Man, but uh, you can email us, <laughs> universeboxshow at gmail.com. You can tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash theuniversebox. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And uh, like I said, we only have uh, one oh. piece of feedback this week. I forgot about that. And yeah, it's a, it's actually concerning our episode last week on uh, Nickelodeon. And Bobby says he'll call in for the drinking game. Yes. yes. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so uh, Michael Lucero says, hey, y'all, I thought this was one of the better episodes of the podcast so far. And not just because I was on it. If you didn't watch, uh, Michael did one of the stick stickly p- pitches. Yeah. Uh, your discussions uh, made me think of all sorts of Nickelodeon memories I have. Just a few thoughts on some. I used to love all that. So I was sad it didn't hold up. The Good Burger movie that spun off the show was my absolute favorite movie in the world for really? the duration for the duration of one summer. But that still gained favorite status. Yeah. I have yet to sit through the entire thing. It's because it came on an orange VHS tape. If you remember, Nickelodeon always did that. Mm-hmm. I, I brought I bought the VHS tape. The tape was neon Nickelodeon orange. Of course, nice. I hadn't read that actually. And the soundtrack and son, I'm a dude uh, for most of 1997. What is it? I'm a dude. <gasps> She's a dude. dude. He's a dude. Because we're, we're all dudes. dudes. I'm glad to hear that Anne-Marie knows of and is a fan of David the Gnome. She's one of my favorite people I know who actually remembers that show's existence. It was one of my favorites of all time when it was on. Yes! Alex Mack was also a favorite show when I was a bit older, although one I hardly ever watched. Not sure why. Maybe it had something to do uh, with when it was on uh, versus when I got home from school. Mm -hmm. Also, Legends of the Hidden Temple was probably the best game show ever on television, at least in my memory. I can't believe there wasn't uh, more than a spare mention of Salute Your Shorts. Although when Bill said that Hey Dude doesn't hold up, it made me wonder if maybe the same is true of that. I could see that. Yeah, I actually haven't gone back and saw, seen... I meant, that was almost my Wonder Box, but then we decided mm-hmm. to do the game show thing. 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, I see Scotty Rowland in the chat room mentioning uh, no Bobby voicemail. I know. No, no, no. Oh, yes, for the show today. Yeah, yep. no Bobby voicemail for the first but time. But he's going to call in for the drunk. Yeah, so that'll, that'll that make helps. up for it. That helps. Okay, and then Michael continues. Lastly, I have to uh, second the recommendation of Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legends of Korra. I'm glad you know what those mean. Some of the best cartoon <laughs> storytelling I've ever seen. I don't think you need uh, to be an anime fan to enjoy it either. While it uses a lot of Asian cultural influences and is animated by the Korean studios, it's definitely not anime. It usually doesn't look like anime, and they don't hardly use any of the same uh, usual anime storytelling devices. Its substance and sensibility are Asian, but its bones and structure are solidly Western. There's something really great, uh, there's some really great world building in these shows too, with the element bending and hybrid animals. Not to mention that Bill would totally love uh, Soka's uh, sense of humor. A great job on the episode, uh, Michael Lucero. Uh, thank you very much, thank Michael. Thank you, Michael. And as I mentioned, uh, you can email us uh, any any thoughts on drunk uh, story. Drunk, I, everyone has a good drunk story. Everybody's got a good drink. So, so seriously, like if, if we don't have 25 minutes of listener feedback next week, we're canceling the show. No, we're not. We're not actually canceling not the show. We're not going to really do that. But we'd love to hear your drunk stories. Email universeboxshow at gmail.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And uh, yeah, uh, Bobby says he didn't know what to add from manners. That's what I assume. That's, fi- that's totally fair because mm-hmm. not going to lie, manners is a little difficult. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were going to have a short episode for a while, but it ended up nope, turning right out on- really nice. We're right on time. Exactly. Okay, so we have a couple takeaways this episode. Oh, okay, yes. so uh, first of all, first off, uh, what's considered polite or impolite is constantly changing. True story. It never hurts to be polite. I, and this is uh, from Emily Post. Uh, that nope, Miss Manners. I, I, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Good. It's from Emily Post. Uh, a quote. Manners are a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. If you have that awareness, you have good manners no matter what fork you use. <laughs> and no, seriously, is this the right fork or not? I'm not sure. Should I eat a salad What are you trying to eat with that fork? I'm, uh, cereal? I think it's a dinner fork. I think I need a spoon, actually. Spoon! <laughs> okay, Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone. Or if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at CCHCblog because I refuse to change that one back. <laughs> and as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow the uh, book. I write at dogboyadventures.com. And actually, if you want to, uh, uh, tomorrow night, Friday at 8.30 p.m. EST, oh, yeah. uh, we're going to be recording a little spoiler party for Gotham. If you uh, listen to our podcast, Legends of Gotham, you can find that at legendsofgotham.com. And you can find everything we do at universebox.com. Okay, well, I guess that does it for another wonderful Another rousing episode of Universe Box. So until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Adjust your computer screen. If your mind were changing, stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. I just love this album art. I I love. She looks like something stinks. You can kind of see some veins in her right eye, though. It's kind of creepy. Just a little bit. Okay, I don't want to look that close. (laughs)